Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. Exposure to UV rays are a big cause of formation of hyperpigmentation as well as other signs of aging. My general tips for picking a sunscreen, number one, look for a broad spectrum sunscreen, which means it provides both coverage against UVA and UVB rays. UVA rays are the ones that cause signs of aging, fine lines and wrinkles, as well as pigmentation. And UVB rays are the ones that cause burns in the skin. And secondly, look for a sunscreen with adequate coverage. So we're talking about an SPF protection of approximately 30 and perhaps a PA value of 3 plus or 4 plus. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing and serving millions of people in person, on TV and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Welcome back, friend, to this week's episode of the Face Yoga Expert podcast. And this week, my guest is the wonderful Dr. Rachel Ho. She's based in Singapore. She's an aesthetic doctor and she specializes in good skin and minimally invasive treatments for beauty and aging. So she's a beauty insider for Elle Bureau. She's been featured in the Huffington Post. She does lots of work in the media, but her real passion is helping people to correct their issues with their skin and aging and really doing this in a very holistic way. And she really delves into the psychological benefits of looking and feeling better, younger and more refreshed with all her techniques she shares with her patients. And what I really wanted to ask her about in this week's episode was pigmentation in the skin. So sunspots, age spots, and how we can prevent those and how we can reduce those as well, but in a really natural way with things that we can super easily do at home. So that's what we really delve into in this week's episode. And I just wanted to share before we got into the episode, a few of my favorite products, which I use daily, but maybe I don't talk about as much as I should. So we actually mentioned one of them today, which is by Freo, who are an amazing company and really kindly gifted me a lot of their different products for me to try. And I use the Luna 3, and we actually talk about Luna 3, which is a sonic cleansing device. And Rachel, Dr. Rachel loves this too. So I use that quite a lot. I also love the UFO 2 from Freo, which is beautiful. So you put little sheet masks on according to your skincare concern that day. And then it has lots of different LED lights as well, which is amazing. And also I love the Bear and the Bear Mini. So these are microcurrent devices. So these are toning devices for the face. You can use them in just a couple of minutes every day. They complement face yoga really well. I probably use mine maybe twice a week. And I actually have a discount code if you want to look into the Bear and the Bear Mini from Freo. Freo is spelled F-O-R-E-O. And if you just use the code F-Y-E-Bear, 
all capital letters and you get 14% off the bear and the bear mini. So if you do want to bring in a microcurrent device to lift and tone the muscles underneath the skin, I definitely would recommend that. Another thing which I really recommend is Fusion by Danielle Collins ProLift Moisturising Serum, which was made for us by an amazing skincare company. And Dr. Rachel talks about the importance of vitamin C and antioxidants for reducing and preventing pigmentation in the skin. And what I love so much about this moisturising serum, which you can use in place of your regular moisturiser or underneath your regular moisturiser, is that it is so high in vitamin C, but also vitamin A, and vitamin E as well, got so many antioxidants in there, got the rosehip oil, the green tea extract, apricot kernel oil, the carrot oil, so many ingredients, and it's all 100% um, proactive botanical seed oil. So you just need to go to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop for that. And it's specifically designed to be done with facial massage and face yoga. So it's got enough glide to it. It won't sink into the skin too quickly. So it allows you to do that massage, but it's not super oily or thick or sticky. So that's another gorgeous product I love. And then the final product I want to mention today, which I get from a company called Rejuvenated, is collagen shots. Now I'll make sure I put the links for all of these in the show notes for you. But if you want to start taking a nightly collagen supplement, I definitely recommend this company. They are amazing family-based company. They're based here in the UK, but they ship worldwide. And you can use the code DC for 10% off them as well. So I would say they're my three top products I want to mention today. So the Ferreo products, the Fusion by Daniel Collins Serum, and the collagen supplement by rejuvenated. So let's get into this week's episode with the lovely Dr. Rachel Ho. Dr. Rachel, thank you so much for being a guest on the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me on board, Danielle. Oh, I'm it's so such excited. an honor to come on board your show. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's so lovely to have you here. And I know you're such a wealth of knowledge with so many things when it comes to the skin. And I'd love to just start off knowing a little bit about your journey. How did you get into everything that you do today? Okay, I'm an aesthetic doctor based in Singapore and I've about 10 years experience doing what I do. And that's essentially helping patients achieve the best skin through um, very personalized uh, skincare, as well as a couple of medical treatments that they may need. I started out straight after medical school into residency, where I dealt with both uh, ear, nose, throat surgery and facial plastics. And part of my training also consisted of understanding about the skin, dermatology, facial aesthetics. And that's how my practice really grew with my training. Wow. Dr. Rachel, I really want to ask you about pigmentation or hyperpigmentation. Lots of people have come to me over the last year, but really since I've been doing this for the last 16 years and asking about natural ways that they can reduce this pigmentation on their skin. So what I'd like to ask you first of all is what exactly is pigmentation and why do we get it? Okay, so pigmentation or rather hyperpigmentation, which is the topic that we're talking about, usually refers to blemishes or, or dark spots on the skin. And they can be genetic or acquired from sun exposure, medication use or infections or inflammation. And examples of types of hyperpigmentation include melasma, um, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, as well as sunspots like uh, lentigos. 
Wonderful. Okay, so that really explains what it is. Now, I'm really interested, how do we get it? Why do some people get it more than others? There are a couple of factors that cause pigmentation, but the general pathway in the skin happens over two two steps. And the first is the synthesis of melanin or pigmentation, the dark spots that give it its color. So that begins in, in these cells called melanocytes. And then in the second stage, they get transferred to the epidermis or the dermis of the skin, uh, which will then give it its characteristic appearance. So some types of sunspots will tend to be a bit more superficial in nature, such as uh, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, say from acne, as opposed to some types of dark spots or hyperpigmentation that are deeper in nature, such as melasma. There are a couple of factors that can trigger the synthesis of melanin in the skin. So first of all, genetics. Number two, sun exposure. Number three, infections or trauma or inflammation of any kind. And these are the three main causes of hyperpigmentation in most cultures and most races. Okay, that's super interesting. So genetics, of course, is something we often can't do a huge amount. You can't about. do very much, that's right. Um, but sun damage, that's really interesting. So, um, of course, this is this is the advice I often give people as well. You know, you need to be wearing your SPF every day. And we know mm-hmm. from multiple studies that wearing sunscreen is one of the best ways to reduce aging in the skin. And of course, this is the same when it comes to pigmentation as well. So is that the advice that you often give people as the number one in terms of preventing sunspots, age spots, hyperpigmentation? Definitely, definitely. Because UV rays, uh, exposure to UV rays are a big cause of uh, formation of hyperpigmentation as well as other signs of aging. My general tips for picking a sunscreen, number one, look for a broad spectrum sunscreen, which means it provides both coverage against UVA and UVB rays. UVA rays are the ones that cause signs of aging, fine lines and wrinkles, as well as pigmentation. And UVB rays are the ones that cause burns in the skin. And secondly, look for a sunscreen with adequate adequate coverage. So we're talking about an SPF protection of approximately 30 and perhaps a PA value of 3 plus or 4 plus. Great. That's great advice. And even if someone already has quite a lot of um, sunspots or pigmentation in their skin, can wearing an SPF reduce that? Can it just stop it from getting worse? What's usually your advice around that? Yes, I would, I would advise using the broad spectrum sunscreen too because that can prevent the sunspot from worsening. But usually in these kind of circumstances, I would also recommend using topical skincare products that contain some form of pigmentation lightening ingredients like vitamin C, for example, or kojic acid or tronosamic acid to lighten the existing dark spots. Pairing these ingredients with sunscreen, you get better outcomes One by uh, a two-pronged approach. Yeah, that sounds great. And I think that that's really, really important. I'm really interested in actually the third area you said. So you said genetics, sun damage, and then you talked about any sort of trauma that the skin might go through. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how that might cause the hyperpigmentation in the skin? So common types of trauma include acne or pimples, as well as uh, literally trauma from cuts and scars. And when the skin heals, like undergoes recovery, the cells respond in this inflammatory pathway by producing melanin or pigmentation, which is why it's not uncommon to find people who've got acne or some form of injury to have dark spots over where these sites of injury have occurred. 
Ah, that is super interesting. So perhaps if they have had a very sort of deep acne spot, maybe that they picked or maybe it was there for a long time and it caused that long-term damage for the skin, they're probably more likely to get some hyperpigmentation in that area. That's right. And and there's a very precise uh, term for it and it's called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation or dark spot after inflammation. Interesting. That's wonderful. So your two-prong approach is obviously the vitamin C and the topical skincare, as well as the SPF. Is there anything else that you recommend that people can sort of easily and simply do at home if they are sort of really concerned about their hyperpigmentation in their skin? Actually, have you heard of UV protection clothing, for example? I have, yes. And so these are um, clothing with fabrics that are designed to to deflect or block out UV rays, very consistent and sustainable manner. So by wearing UV, these kind of outfits at home over their, their, their limbs or exposed parts of their body, they can protect their skin from developing age spots or dark spots or any form of hyperpigmentation, even when they're indoors and perhaps they've forgotten to wear sunscreen, which is so common among many of us. Absolutely. And do you always wear your sunscreen when you're indoors as well? Say you're sat by a window, for example, or do you just wear it when you go out? So sunscreen advice, sunscreen use is is advice even when we're indoors because most glass windows can only block out UVB rays, which have a shorter wavelength. UVA rays, on the other hand, have a much longer wavelength and they can pass through glass windows to damage the skin. And the thing about UVA rays is that they're a lot a lot more insidious than the UVB rays. UVB rays cause things like burns, so you can see it visibly as as redness or experience as discomfort on your skin. Whereas with UVA rays, it's a lot more silent in terms of the damage caused. They, over time, they gradually cause signs of aging, such as wrinkles, dark spots and sagging, which you don't notice immediately. Yeah. Absolutely. And what is your advice generally when it comes to vitamin D? Because I know a lot of people worry about wearing their SPF because they feel that they're then not getting the vitamin D they want from the sun and it's not penetrating their skin. What's usually your advice about that? There aren't enough good studies to show that sun avoidance or sunscreen use causes vitamin D deficiency. So my advice is is, is don't worry, just wear your sunscreen and uh, you can stay indoors if you're afraid of, of the sun. You're not going to suffer from vitamin D deficiency. Most of the vitamin D that we get in our body comes from our diet. So you can supplement your diet if you with things that are rich in vitamin D, for example, soybeans or, or fish, if you're concerned about a vitamin D deficiency, as opposed to getting unprotected sun exposure. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And you can take a vitamin D supplement, you know, if your oh, vitamin right. D is very low as well. That, that's yeah, really I, I do that actually. Do you? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I do, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do as well, um, which is, you know, I, I think it's really important, particularly when you live here in the UK, when even when it's summer, sun, right? exactly, you know, we don't get enough sun exposure. So taking a vitamin yeah. D as supplement is important. It's a proverbial English weather, right? <laughs> exactly. Have you been to the UK before? A couple of times for, for work, for, for examinations and stuff like that. Oh. And holidays, of course. Yes. Yeah. But the weather... Very temperamental weather. It is. It's predictably it's predictably and, and consistently warm and humid. Yes. I'm not sure that's much better. 
Definitely, definitely. And when people come into your clinic that do have issues with hyperpigmentation, what's usually your advice to them? Are there any particular treatments you give them? Is there any sort of people that perhaps you refer them to if their problem is is quite deep rooted or they've got a real concern about it? Well, first of all, when they see me in the clinic, I have to identify the type of hyperpigmentation that they have because that more or less determines the treatment plan for them. As I mentioned earlier, there are different types of hyperpigmentation like melasma, which is a very complex issue. And there's usually a hormonal factor involved as opposed to say post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation where the pigmentation is a lot shallower and it's easier to treat. But broadly speaking, I try to understand their skincare routines and talk to them about using topical skincare products like sunscreen to prevent further worsening of uh, the hyperpigmentation from sun exposure. Number two, pigmentation lightening ingredients to protect the skin. So we're talking about antioxidants or products that can target the cellular pathways of uh, pigmentation formation. As I mentioned earlier, vitamin C is one of my favorites. Vitamin B3 or niacinamide is another top choice of mine because it's very safe for women who are pregnant uh, and you can easily find it in the drugstore. And if topical management doesn't work so well for them. Then we talk about getting treatments in the clinic to help them with their hyperpigmentation. So one of my favorites, uh, favorite treatments for dark spots is chemical peels, where basically we apply a thin layer of an acid, like glycolic acid or salicylic acid to the skin. And it takes off a very superficial layer of the skin to lighten the existing dark spots. So this is really good for shallow types of pigmentation. For example, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation from say acne it responds very well and very quickly. Other treatments that are also really popular in my practice and in Asia actually are lasers, which more or less use heat to disintegrate the pigmentation into smaller particles so that the lymphatic system can clear it naturally. Wonderful. That's great. And moving on a little bit from um, hyperpigmentation, because your advice has been so amazing and so clear on that, but something I've noticed, which you often talk about on your Instagram, or you definitely have over the last few months, is sonic cleansers. And interestingly, mm-hmm. I use the same one as you. the one from- Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was very um, luckily gifted that by Foreo. Um, and as well as there, some of their- Oh, other- you lucky girl. I know, I know. They're very, very kind to me. And some of their other um, products they sent to me as well. So their microcurrent device and also their UFO, which is like the little sheet mask that you apply, which has all mm-hmm. the different LED lights as well. Yeah, really but, um, cute, right? So cute and such a lovely brand. How are you getting on with your Sonic Cleanser? I love it. I've been using Sonic Cleansers for about a decade, you know, with the original of them all, Clarisonic. Do you remember those days? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Anyway, the, the brand shut down, I think about one or two years ago. But by then I really switched to the For You and I love it. It's fantastic for keeping the skin clean very efficiently in, th- in 60 seconds and it's so low maintenance. Love it. How about you, Danielle? I like it. Yes, I really do. So I use the one for sensitive skin, which is the purple Mm. one. I'm sure it's got a name. I have got the Mm. pink one as well, but I find the purple Mm. one is really good. And I probably use it three or four probably three or four times a week. Yeah. And I love it. It's great. You know, it's really good because you feel like it's actually giving you a nice cleanse without damaging the skin. Um, You're absolutely right. And it's super quick to use as well, isn't it? Right. Um, Yes, it's so efficient. 
so efficient to use. And I think the key is with it to remember to wash it afterwards, because I think when people tend to have problems with it, they tend to use it over and over again. And then they find, oh, I'm getting spots because of it. And it tends to be because that bacteria is building up. So my advice always would be is clean it afterwards. I totally agree with you with this. Yeah. I love it. And I love also that it's got the, I think they call it the T-sonic pulsations. I think that's what they call it. That's right. Um, which yeah. is 8,000 8, times a second. I, wow. I read up about it. Really? Yes. And yeah, so, I think it's the first of its kind wow. in, the tech, in the beauty tech world. Yeah, they're very forward thinking as a company, Freo. I think that they, um, they are really one step ahead, which is great. So do you have I, any I agree. Do you have any other of their products? Have you used anything else? So I've I've got the the one that we mentioned earlier, the Foreo Luna Three, and I just yes. got the, the latest one from them. They very nicely gifted me a newer version of this just actually two days ago, and I haven't had a chance to try it. Oh. And I've got the Foreo UFO, yeah, oh, UFO Two. Yes. So those yeah. are the only two I have, but I love yeah. them. They're great. Aren't happy they? Happy to keep using them. I know. Stay loyal. I know. And anything that sort of massages the skin whilst you're cleansing, or you know, whilst you're Such doing a mask. A tree. <laughs> It is, exactly. And what does your daily skincare routine look like? It's a really minimalist couple of three, four, five step skincare routine. In the day, I start out with a facial cleanser Mm -hmm. and then I move on to using a vitamin C serum that's about 20%. And then it's a very simple moisturizer. I like ones that contain ceramide and hyaluronic acid because they're fantastic for keeping the skin moisturized and repairing the skin barrier. And then lastly, sunscreen and I'm good to go. In the nighttime, I double cleanse. So I use uh, micellar water to remove grime. And you know, with mask wearing these days, uh, it's a lot of build up of the dirt and gunk and the sweat on your skin. And then of course, I follow up a facial cleanser. I use my Foreo UFO about two to three times a week, especially if I'm exercising and it feels extra dirty. Mm -hmm. Um, And once that's done, um, I use a hydrating serum with hyaluronic acid and I follow that up with a moisturizer that contains retinoic acid or vitamin A for anti-aging. Retinoic acid is also really good for uh, removing hyperpigmentation, but uh, most medical practitioners would advise patients who are breastfeeding or pregnant not to get started on it because um, the safety hasn't been tested in pregnant women. Great. Thank you for that advice. And that's a lovely routine. And do you have any sort of wellness routines that you do day to day, sort of exercise or meditation or anything like that? Um, I I run. I run about five kilometres, about two, three times a week, depending on the weather in Singapore. I try to meditate. I've got a Headspace app. The Headspace uh, also has a series of videos on Netflix, which I sometimes use to help me meditate. And lastly, I do a lot of reading. How about yourself, Danielle? Oh my gosh, I have lots of wellness routines. I mean, I'm obviously busy running a business. I have two children, mm-hmm. so I have two little girls. So it's, it's busy for me, but I fit in what I can. I have my sort of three non-negotiables each day, which mm-hmm. are some yoga practice of some kind, which, which will vary every day what I will do. Sometimes it'll be stronger, deeper practice, other times very gentle and meditative. I always try and walk every day. So uh-huh. to get in nature if I can. And of course, I do. Oh, that's very healthy. Yeah, which is great. And I always try and do my face yoga every day, uh, of course. Yeah, I was about to say that. Where's the face yoga coming in? (laughs) The face yoga are non-negotiable as well, you know, every single day with that. So they're my three sort of top things I do each day. But then depending on what my schedule looks like, I try and bring in other things. So if I want to bring in other skincare routines, like our gua sha or rollers, I love Mm -hmm. using crystals like that. 
I love doing things like dry body brushing before I shower. I really enjoy doing, um, I've just done my Reiki one and two training. So I'm really enjoying doing wow. Reiki on myself wow. each day. So that's wonderful, Danielle. Things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love it. And I'm, I guess I'm really lucky what I teach and what I do part of my business is also my passion and my hobby as well. So, you know, when I'm not teaching, I'm doing those things to myself, really. It all sounds very holistic, Danielle. Yeah. And you sound like you're juggling so much. <laughs> I think we all are. I know. I think this is, um, this is modern life, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But what I loved on your Instagram, which I saw and seemed like a huge outlet for you, is your calligraphy. I thought that was just oh, so yes. beautiful. How did you Thank get you, into Danielle. that? Ah, it's, it's really interesting. I learned uh, calligraphy about seven years ago. I, I've always been interested in, in script and how type form and the opportunity for me to to really learn calligraphy occurred about seven years ago when I just saw an advert for for class and I just signed up for it immediately because during that time and, and before then you know calligraphy was just unheard of in Singapore and you know you, you wouldn't know where to go to get resources or classes and that's how things really started I got started going from class to class to learn the styles from various and tips from from various teachers Great. and of course a lot of practice Yes, definitely. Do you do it daily? Not really. I, I try to do it at least uh, once a week because I, I also find it very calming, very meditative and very restorative for the mind. I love that. That's just so beautiful. It's so nice when you find something that you really enjoy like that. And I love how you say you've always been interested in scripts. Isn't it interesting how there's certain things that we're drawn to in life? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love that so much. And what would you just you. finish off today's episode, which is so lovely and so informative. I'd love for you to share with my listeners just a little bit mm-hmm. about any recommendations you have just for relaxation, for inner peace and for feeling good. Because as we both know, when it comes to the skin, when it comes to skincare, one of the most important things we can do is look after our minds and body. Um, and this really has a huge impact on our skin. So if you've got any advice that you would like to share with us on that... You know, you know, Danielle, I have to just I have to, I have to just say that I totally agree with you because how you feel really impacts on how your skin behaves, you know. When we're stressed or when we're upset, the stress hormone actually wreaks havoc on the skin. It actually makes the skin oilier. It presents as problems like acne, for example. But when you get enough, when you're balanced uh, and you feel a lot better, your skin actually is a lot calmer. I would suggest um, having a core group of friends that you can count on and give you support and a routine that will restore balance for you, be it, and it could be anything from meditation, taking walks, nature walks, all walks, or, or reading that help you find your balance and restore your calmness. I love that. That's amazing. And I think the tip of having good friends is not often talked about enough, but actually it's super important when it comes to wellness. You know, when when we talk about wellness tips, we're always talking about things which of course are really important, like things like breathing or eating well. Or, but mm-hmm. I love how the first thing you brought up there was friendship and community because that means everything. And I think definitely over the last 18 months with everything that's happened with COVID. COVID, we yeah. hate you. <laughs> I, know. I know. People have, you know, had to 
be away from friends. They've lost yes, that sense of community. Yes, it's the isolation, right? Yes, exactly. And it has such a ne- negative impact on our mind, on our body, on our skin. And our mental health, yes. Yes, huge impact on our mental health for sure. So I love how you brought that tip up first. So I think, you know, if anyone's listening today and just not having a good day, reach out to a friend because mm-hmm. it will help you. And a lot of the time it helps them as well. You know, many people are suffering and they're not saying but as soon as someone comes to them and says look oh, I'm suffering it often gives them the opportunity like camaraderie right it too. is it is yeah absolutely and do you have some good good friends that you sort of reach out to regularly yes I am I am very very lucky to have a, a core group of girlfriends and it's really nice to decompress sometimes with your friends mm-hmm. uh, and they're very non-judgmental they hear you out they give you solid advice when you ask for them and I've been very blessed that way Yeah, absolutely. It's so lovely. And I mean, I'm the same. I've got my close friends I've known for many, many years and we've been through so much together. So it's really nice when you feel you can go to someone without judgment because they know all sides Mm -hmm. of you. So yeah, I think friendship is is great. And it's a, a lovely, lovely tip to finish on. Dr. Rachel, thank you so, so much for today. I appreciate your advice so much. Thank you, Daniel, for having me on board. It was so nice of you. Oh, thank you. And where can people contact you if they'd like to know more about what you do? They can reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is Dr. Rachel Ho or on my blog at drrachelho.com. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Same to you, Danielle. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.